Hey everybody, this is Dino with Huh Podcast. What I'm giving you here is an episode of my previous podcast called A What? This is where me and my buddy Andrew would talk about movies and whatever was going on. It was basically a recording of a phone conversation that we would normally have when I'd be riding home from work. He's in California. I'm in South Carolina. We've been friends forever since high school in uh, New York. So we decided to record our phone conversations. We both have a love for Jaws, Star Wars, Friday the 13th. So it was basically us just talking. Um, In this phone call, we talk about Jaws, but we went on really long. So we really cut up uh, the first half. Where we talk about Jaws 1 and 2. Eventually, eventually I'll get along to putting out the 3 and 4 segment. The conversation is a little saltier than you're used to hearing on her podcast. So, parental guidance is suggested. Hope you enjoy. Podcast, Dino, what's poppin', brother? Andrew, how you been? I'm all right. Feels like forever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Smart ass. (laughs) Yeah, man. Ah, doing good, doing good, doing good. So, speaking of Jaws, Uh, dude, I'll talk about Jaws all day. If that's if if that's the hole you want to go down, we can do that. That is it. Let's dive in deep and talk about Jaws. All right, do it, man. (laughs) Nineteen. 75. Uh, based on the novel by Peter Benchley. Actually, I'm gonna say something. Uh, I'm gonna say based on the concept, idea, and characters of Peter Benchley. Because uh, I, have will, you, have you I read book? it, dude. Yes, I read it. Dude, that book is a piece of shit. Oh. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> 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 um, I'm stuck. Yeah, right. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm not putting it on my. Uh, you know, uh, my Oprah's list of recommendations by. Uh, by any means, no, it wasn't good. No, I mean, I am so glad it was rewritten for that movie. Uh, Carl Gottlieb is a patron saint of of screenwriter for what he did with that movie. Okay, now, dude, I have not read that book for. I I guess maybe 30 years ago. Is there some kind of romantic entanglement between Ellen Brody and like the Richard Dreyfus character or am I remembering something else? No, no, there was. What it was was I think and I'm going back about 10 15 years myself reading it, but she had known Matt Brody. Um wait, Matt Brody? Matt Matt Hooper, I'm sorry. Get your shit together, dude. (laughs) (laughs) She 
she had known Matt Hooper, I think she had dated his brother or something because she was a few years older than he was. Because she had had, they weren't necessarily new to Amity, the Brodies. Well, at least Ellen wasn't. So she had known Hooper. I think she was involved with his older brother or something like that. Okay. And then when he came, they ended up rekindling, you know, some spark. And it was weird. Like, they went out to dinner, and they're, like, talking about sex fantasies or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah, see, that, I vaguely remember that. And I remember reading it as a kid, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I mean, and it got weird. It was like, have you ever fantasized about getting raped by a black guy or something like that? It was like, really? Oh, I do all the time. Yeah, everybody does. I mean, <laughs> I'm doing it right now. So I'm like, yeah, so that was crap. What else was there? I mean, Brody in the movie, like, couldn't swim at all. He was, you know, he had the clinical fear of the water that, you know, drowning. But, Dude, that's one of the best friggin' lines that he's got in that movie. I, <laughs> yeah, there's it's some child. Of what, what are you afraid of? Yeah, drowning. <laughs> drowning. <laughs> Just the way he <laughs> delivers it is priceless, but I'm, we're getting yeah. ahead of ourselves. <laughs> But in the book, he I believe he could swim. He just wasn't a very strong swimmer. So I think as far as the character, it's much better that he just can't swim. You know, it, it's much more for him to overcome on that. Quinn, uh, he's just not Robert Shaw. Oh, you dude, know, you, you can't write Robert Shaw. You can't. You can't write him. He just, he's like an entity. Yeah. Hooper dies in the shark cage. In okay, the yeah, I remember that part. Which, given the character in the book, you want him to die. Yeah, you know? see, I yeah, it's kind of coming back. I don't remember liking it. Yeah, fuck that piece of shit book. Yeah. Yeah, Quint, fuck that. Quint died, but he didn't get eaten. I think he got his leg t- tangled around a line and got pulled under or something and, and drowned. Oh, all right. This is boring me already. And the shark. Okay, spoiler alert. The shark dies, but in the book, he just dies. He he died from the sustained injuries and kind of just, as he's going for Brody, he keels over and dies. Oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let's throw that in the fucking trash and get onto the good shit. Yeah, so this is a movie by all accounts should have been a huge freaking failure. Like I said, based on it was a blockbuster, you know, best-selling book, but the script was riddled with problems. They were writing it pretty much as they were shooting it. Yeah, that uh, that much I know. Technical problems up the butt, which is why you didn't see the shark throughout three quarters of the movie. Yeah, but you know what, dude? It's better that way. It is. Yes, it is. Dude, that's like a tip, like a horror movie, like, they just build the suspense. Like, I don't want to see the killer in the first five minutes. And it's, you know, it's a shark. We know what a shark looks like. So it's not like you're saving the monster for a huge reveal. But the way... Well, you are a little bit. Well, yeah, because of the size and the way it happens. But the way that the shark throughout the film, you know, you see a fin here, uh, whatever... You know, things that represent the shark, like like with the two old guys with the dock. You know, all it is is a freaking dock out, out in the water, and then it just turns around, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you, you are secretly just shitting a pickle. Yep, 
You know, it's almost, dude, it's almost like, I, I can't even think of what it is. It's, dude, it's almost like a, like this giant bodybuilder is walking away and you're talking shit. And he's like, yeah, you better walk away. And then he, it just kind of stops in its tracks and turns around like, what'd you say, motherfucker? And it's, <laughs> it starts coming back at you and it's like, oh, hell no. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, gotta go. <laughs> You know, but I mean, dude, we're, yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're kind of jumping ahead a little bit, dude. I mean, this movie starts off. Oh, yeah. It's just like, oh, like, talk about setting the friggin' tone. Yeah. I mean, and this is the thing. If you're going to make a movie about a shark attack, open up with a shark attack. And damn it, this movie did it. Holy crap, dude. You know, you, you got, you got a drunken, you know, party on a beach like we, like we've all done. I don't Those know what of you're us who have about. been lucky enough to <laughs> grow up on the shore. Nope. And, <laughs> <laughs> yep. You got the guy and the girl going out in the water. Well, you got the girl going out in the water. The guy stumbling over. Well, he's over hammered, you. bro. The dude, he's yeah, trashed. He, yep. So she runs out and strips off and goes over and starts swimming and you know. And she oh, wait, was wait, like, wait, a, wait, 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 wait. What? What's her name? Oh, it was uh, Chrissy Watkins. You gonna get it right this episode? Wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, I think you're right. I, I think I think you're right this time. I think you're right. We don't forget anything. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, this time I'm only one beer in. So. Oh, just one. <laughs> yeah. Good job, son. Okay, so Chris, yes. Chrissy Watkins. Yeah, she gets it, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, she's and she was like a professional, like water dancer or something. Oh, um, in real life? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no shit. All right, you know what? Now that you say that, I can kind of see it, because those shots from underneath her... Which are ridiculously clear on the Blu-ray, by the way. They were even clear on VHS, dude. It was it was just shot beautifully. Whoa. Like, I love that one shot where, she, where they show the waterline, and she's there, and she's got the leg up, and it goes down. You know? It's just really nice. You no, I'm going to have to agree with you, dude. The cinematography in, in in this movie is phenomenal, and it is pushing 43? Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's there's something to be said about that. So she's there swimming and everything and, you know, yelling at him, coming to water, and she's there treading and, you know, view from underneath, shark view from underneath, grabs her and gives her that yank. Yeah, and, and dude, the the panic that sets in, dude. She, yeah, I, dude, she did a hell of a friggin' job. I, you know what? I one of these days I should IMDb her and see if she did anything else because, shit, she deserves some credit just for that. Because that whole scene where she's screaming and getting thrashed around and oh my god, dude, like that's intense. Dude, do you know how they did that? No, they had her on two ropes. Like with and they're Chloe. just pull- oh my and they're god! Pulling her ass back and forth, yeah. And then they had to redo the audio for it, so they basically had her laid down, and they pretty much waterboarded her to get the gargling and all that. Okay, that's just horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. You're pulling her on ropes, dude. It wouldn't have been easier to just get like some kind of flotation device that wasn't like super floaty. You know, like when you get like yeah. an inner tube and it's like going flat. 
and you just tie the ropes to that, it's just like, dude, like, what are you going to do next? You're going to tie her feet to one horse and her hands to the other horse? And they're going to run in opposite directions? Are we trying her as a witch? Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shit, the result was good, but goddamn, man. Yep. (laughs) Well, if she didn't do anything after that, we know why. (laughs) She's like, fuck this. <laughs> they, drew, they had a draw and a gourd. Right? She's got st- <laughs> She's got Spielberg's face on a dartboard for like like fuck this guy. Waterboard, it's some bitch. Yeah, dude, that's terrible. But uh, shit, again, yeah, the result was was awesome, so Yep. Yeah, I mean the whole thing pulling on the buoy and getting dragged out and pulled back down and dude her panic when she's holding on to the buoy dude her panic is so genuine i'm like damn dude like this is we're gonna see some shit and then right from that okay so she disappears and then what happens where where next day right where yeah they they have the final shot of of the guy passed out on the beach and then it, next day, Amity, Smallville, pro, you know, small town problems. You know, the people are, you know, kids from the karate school are karateing the picket fences. Oh, right, yeah, the kung fu thing. The old man is complaining about somebody dancing in the windows. Oh, that yeah, what is it? It's the neighbor who's teasing his son. Yeah. That's right. Okay, I, I you know, I don't want to sound like some weirdo, dude, but you're talking about what, like a... I'm guessing like an 11 to 14 year old boy and there's the next door neighbor chick is giving him a show. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that that kid went and and ratted on her. He's sitting there with popcorn figuratively (laughs) going, hell yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah. He's like, yeah, she's teasing my boy. Yeah. It's totally ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous, but it is. It sounds like a, like a small town problem. Like Andy Griffith should be the sheriff. Yep. And you know you have Chief Brody who came from New York. Of course he did. That's and, why he's awesome. Yep. Do, doesn't know how to speak New England D. Oh, he got it in the. That's in the, the language. In the, the right out in the car, in the yard. <laughs> the yard that's too far from the car. From the car. How was that? Like you're from New York. <laughs> I know. I always kind of get a kick out of that scene. That's funny. And then when the kid comes in, Ma, I got bit by a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, shit, that's how we grew up talking. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? I still, what do you, we grew up talking. I, I still yeah, sound I, like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, my accent waned a bit, but. I still got it a little bit. That's it, dude. You know, you know how you you know how you say the word here, H E Y A. Get the fuck out of here. Out of here. <laughs> All right, so we got Brody. All right, so Brody's got uh... Brody, and then um, pretty much the uh, missing persons. The guy, the the guy reports the girl missing. Right. And then see from there. Well, yeah, Brody's down at the beach, and then uh, Hendrix, he's, he's blowing the whistle, and he fi- that's when they find uh, the remains. Right. All crab-covered. And- you want to know something interesting about that scene? 
where they show in the crab-covered, you know, mass of hair and sand and whatever. Dude, if you watch that, a crab falls down on top of the head from above. Like, what was there? A, was there a branch there? Like, what, like where, where did that crab come from? Was he flying in from the next neighborhood? Like, what, what, what's going on there? But did you know that girl had dandruff? And why would I know that? Because they found her head and shoulders on the beach. Oh, you're a you're a fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. We're are we we're we're resorting to playground humor. Is that is that where we're going with this? Okay. I love that joke forty years ago. Yeah. Du- duly yeah. noted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, all right, so yeah, all right. Where does all right? What happens with the body from there? Then we have the um, he's waiting for the the coroner's report. Oh, you mean the coroner's report? The coroner? No, no, no. What? You ever watch when he's waiting for the report, and does he gets the? Cor- it's yeah. On the report, it says fucking coroners. Really? Yep. He when he types it in, it says fucking coroners. Oh, I gotta check that. Yeah, again. dude, go back and watch it. I I noticed it a couple of times back. I was like, "What the fuck did I just see?" Okay. Yep. Says coroner's report. All right. So when we're done here, before I watch Shark, I'm going to put on my Blu-ray and and find that. Yeah, that. just watch that clip. You'll see it. <laughs> yeah. So then you <laughs> coroner's <see> report. <laughs> Corner coroner's report. Wow. <laughs> That is awesome. Does he right, dude? You, all of a sudden, there's a shot of a pool table, and there's just like a rubber shark in the corner pocket. Like there it is, corners <laughs> report. That, the corners report. <laughs> the corners report. Two uh, ball corner pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's the great white cue ball corner pocket. <laughs> yeah, the blackest eye. Like an eight balls eyes. Like an eight balls eyes. Cornhole pocket. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, okay, so. (laughs) So then we have going from there. All right, when does Hooper comes into play after the Kittner boy? Oh, dude. Yeah. That scene, is that where we are? Is, are we at the, at that scene? Where? Yeah. We're pretty, well, no. At this, at this point, Martin goes out to go wave in the people swim, uh, swimming for the merit badge. He goes, he goes to go out on the, on the ferry. Oh, right, with the Boy Scouts and whatnot. Right, right. Right. And then the mayor and the coroner and the newspaper guy come. The newspaper guy is Carl Gottlieb, the screenwriter. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I did not yeah. know that. I know there's another cameo in this movie. Actually, there's two. We'll, we'll, we'll get to We'll get yeah. there. We'll get there. But I'll put a pin in Carl Gottlieb, and I'll, I'll talk about him in a, uh, later. Okay. But yeah, he... 
And then, you know, the mayor is... Oh, oh, that, no. He tells Hendrix to write, uh, write the signs for the beach, you know, close the beach. Oh, right. Be, right. By order of Amity PD, right. Let Polly do the printing. Yeah, exactly. Let Polly... <laughs> Let Polly do the printing. This is just so much natural character interaction in this movie. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but dude, everybody... Everybody in the movie... Like, the cast of this movie is fucking phenomenal, and we're, like, 15 minutes in. Like, everybody just works. So, the coroner backs off of his original statement, says it was pro- possibly a boating propeller. Uh, yeah, and he's got his hand on his chin. Yeah, it's a boating accident. It's just like, ah, come on, Schmidt lap. Come here, You not collect $200. <laughs> 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 so yeah at this point we, we, we go to the next beach day oh wait oh when they're right when they're all sitting at the beach yeah when they're all sitting at the beach and you know chief is on the lookout still looking around you know worried about everything and this is where it's one of the greatest scenes ever with the panning with, with, with the edit, people walking past in the color flashes and all that. Oh, just the, just the scenes of the, the beach going public? Yeah. yeah, with the music and everything? Yeah, dude, so good. Yeah, and you had the old dude with the man boobs. Yeah, we can do with it on man boobs. Harry? Yeah. Hey, Harry. I've got some. I've got an interesting th- thing to tell you about Harry, but we'll get, uh, we'll get into that way later on. Oh, okay, cool. And you have Alex Kittner, you know, asking his mom, can I go out just a little longer? And she says, you're starting to prune. Yeah, typical mom shit. Just a few minutes longer, and he goes out. And this is when Pippet is out there, too, right? Yes. Pippet! 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 Poor Pippet. Well, dude, that's the death in the fucking movie that bothers me the most. I'm like, really? You took the fucking dog, man? Yeah. You took the dog. Yeah. At least they didn't show it. Nobody yeah. wants to see that. Nope. You could kill a hundred people on screen and nobody cares. Don't fuck with the dog. <laughs> and then... Well, dude, that's when the shit happens, man. He's out on the raft, and then yeah. they do that... Like, they, you barely see the shark, dude. Yeah. And, like, dude, at all, like, they do that zoom in on Brody, and then you just kind of see the shark roll over, like, almost like a crocodile killing something. Yeah. That scene is crazy. The shark didn't work well, so they had to pull it all the way back and imply a lot of damage. But damn, it is effective. Dude, intense, man. When I Even when I watch it now, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, dude, that is not good. I mean, there's just an eruption of blood, of blood and water. It's like freaking, what's his name? Johnny Depp from... Yeah, oh, from Elm Street. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. With the water. And then when everybody's, when they see what's going on and everybody panics and there's that rush to the beach. Dude, so intense. And like the camera's like halfway in the water. Yeah. And yeah, it's crazy, dude. And then the guy, the old dude like asses out on the beach. and the, Oh, dude, that scene is bananas. Yeah. And then, you know, Ms. Kittner is just, you know, walking around, Alex, Alex, and you see the raft with a huge damn hole in it. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, lady, better sit down. And I'm putting the pin in Ms. Kittner, too, so I'll get to that later on. Okay. And at this point, 
she puts a was a three thousand dollar bounty on the sh- on uh, the shark. On the sh- yeah, pretty sure. Is that three thousand dollars in check of cash? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. she yeah she puts the bounty on, and now they're all kind of in like the town meeting. Yep. Right. And yep. then there's the whole debate if, if they're going to close the beaches and whatnot. Dude, the the greed that is involved. Oh my god, dude! Like, talk about a PSA. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. Like, we got to keep the beaches open. Yo, dude, you just had a monster eat somebody. You need to <laughs> you need to shut this shit down. Yeah. Only for 24 hours. Yeah, only for 24 hours. 24 hours is like three weeks. Or whatever the one lady yells. Yeah, but it's like, dude, like, come on, man. Like, I know you need the summer dollars, but there's a creature about. And then enter uh, Quint. Who is just awesome on every level. You all know who I am? You know what I do for a living? Yeah, that dude. But, dude, he walks in, and there's that old, like, that drawing on the chalkboard, and he just, of, like, that half-ass shark with, like, the big nose, and he just... Rakes his fingers across the- Like, talk about fucking entrance, man. Yeah. And he's just sitting there eating crackers like nobody's business. <laughs> he's eating captain's wafers, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fish crackers. <laughs> yeah, that dude is serious, yeah. man. What he'll do, he'll, he'll catch him for three, but he'll kill him for ten. Right, yeah, I think that's what he says. And with, and with that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. <laughs> well done, well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that guy is he is awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, he was awesome in everything, that guy. You know what I mean? Like Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember seeing him in anything that I didn't like. Alright, so yeah, right. Quinn shows up, he tells them what's up, how much it's gonna cost them, and then where do we go where do we go from there? Oh, then all the lunatics are going out trying to blow up the shark throwing dynamite in the water. Right. The you have everybody in the harbor. You know, trying to get out, and that's that's the scene where Hooper is introduced, but he shows up during that hole. And then you have the big fisherman guy, uh, Ben Gardner. Ben Gardner, he's the one that was, uh, they're going to regret the day their fathers met their mothers, blah, 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 when they're oh, going yeah, out. that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was actually the inspiration for Quint, the, at least the movie character. Who, the guy who plays Ben Gardner? The guy who plays Ben Gardner. He was a Martha's Vineyard local. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Then at that point, they catch a shark. We have, in fact, caught a large predator. That we believe injured some bears. <laughs> oh, my God. What a scumbag he is. <laughs> talk, about, talk about, you know. Oh, dude. Fucking politician, man. That one, man. Holy shit. And, blow uh, some sunshine up your ass. But in fact, they actually caught a tiger shark. <laughs> I'm not touching it. <laughs> uh, nope, nope, <yeah>. nope. <laughs> not touching it. They, they, they caught a tiger shark, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> they did, in uh, so, fact, catch a tiger shark. So... Hooper gets the idea of, of cutting it open and seeing if Alex Kittner is in there, but Larry doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want to see them do some half or, uh, half-ass half autopsy on a fish and see that, that little kitten boy fully spill out of the open and die. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh my god. So then okay, so wait after that there Miss Kintner shows up. Oh yeah, that's right. And she gives and, Brody the and bitch. This slap. scene, dude, is heartbreaking. Because yeah, you've got this mother, you know, Chief Brody. Smack. I just found out that a girl was killed and you knew it and you let the people swim anyway. Because you know a normal dead, guy I... would have pointed at Larry and been like, yo, it was this motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that bitch over there. That's Maybe it. Don't, it. I don't know what the fu- who you're slapping. It's him. I tried. <laughs> Vote his ass out of office. Look at him. Look at that polyester suit. You know he's a scumbag. He's got anchors on his suit, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> then we got dinner. <laughs> right, and Brody, oh, Brody's hammered. So Hooper shows up to dinner with Red and White because he just assumes he is invited over. He didn't know what he he didn't know what they were having, but he's imposing himself on their stuff. Not only that, but he takes Martin's dish and eats it. Yeah, he's like, "Are you going to eat this?" But then, dude, Brody is just drinking at every time. <laughs> any scene he's drinking, dude, I just watch him. <laughs> he pours a little bit for everybody else, and then he just pours himself <laughs> like an entire glass. And I'm like, dude, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's when we find out about, you know, the, a rogue shark, oh, the right. theory of territoriality, and that Matt definitely believes that that is not the shark that killed uh, Alex or the girl. And they decide that they're going to go out there and cut open the fish, and Martin can do it because... He's the chief of police. He can do whatever <laughs> he wants. So they go out there, cut the fish open, find a Louisiana license plate, in the in the gut, but no boy. Right. What, what else did they pull? Yeah, a couple of fishes and like a tin can. And tin he's talking can. about some. He's talking about what did he, he found one that had like a, a bull shark or something that like ate a rocket. No, that's Quint that says that. Never mind. Disregard that comment. Yeah, no. Hooper was telling a story about the the thresher that turned his inboard into an outboard. Oh, that well, that's when he's still at dinner and and uh, it's at dinner time. Yeah, and she's just like, so Martin says you're into sharks. <laughs> that's right that's right then they decide to go out and fish finding right right go out on, he's like i'm not drunk enough to get on this boat and he's just like yes you are yes you are so then they go out and they find ben Gardner's boat and that's when hooper goes down finds a tooth the size yeah. of his shot glass oh dude i got i have a problem boat. with this scene dude i have a okay. problem you ever see when hooper digs the tooth out of the boat yeah he digs the tooth out of the boat as if the root of the tooth is pointed up inside the boat. How okay. is that possible? So That's the not upper a, jaw would have been into the boat then. Then the uh, right, the upper jaw would have been into the boat. That doesn't make any sense. Hmm. That not only would the upper jaw have been in the boat, but the shark would have been upside down. Huh. Oh wait a minute. No, that doesn't make sense. But the upper jaw definitely would have had to go in because if it was the lower jaw, the root would have been of the tooth would have been pointing down. Right. That makes zero sense. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying. Well, then that takes this movie from a 100 to a 99.99. <laughs> Nine times. Nine times. Yes. So, okay. Then, boom, Ben Garner's head pops out. He drops the tooth, comes back up. He drops the tooth and the flesh. Like, he drops everything, doesn't he? And, right. And gets his ass out of that water. 
Actually, there's a very cool line in there where Hooper tells Brody that it doesn't make sense for someone who's afraid of the water to live on an island. And then Brody goes, it's only an island if you look at it from the water. Yeah, that's true. I remember that. Yeah, I like that one. It's like, all right, smartass. So then that's it. The next scene is with Larry again. Right. They're on the beach. They're at the Amity sign. where they paint happy bastards. Hung up by their Buster Brown. <laughs> This is when Richard Dreyfuss, dude, does some of his, of his best acting. Because as Larry is talking, you see him, like, reacting to his ridiculousness. Like, yeah, he's, like, looking at him like, you're an idiot, dude. Like, nervously laughing, like, I can't believe this schmuck is saying this. Yeah. Like, he's playing off of everything that's going on. You know, and this is when he... he Goes into the whole, this thing is a marvel of evolution. It's an right. eating machine. All it does is swim and eat and make baby sharks. And then he's talking about the proportion. Th- these proportions are correct. And then Larry is, Larry has his whole, I don't think you appreciate the gravity. If you yell barracuda, people go, what? Huh? But if you yell shark, you have a panic on your hands on the 4th of July. Yeah, that's a great friend. Just all together, dude, this movie's freaking amazing. Yeah, it re- it really is, dude. I I it, it is definitely in my in my top ten of all time, maybe even my top five. Yeah. Then we've got the next beach day, and we have Brody checking everything out. You've got the kids with the fake. Fin- oh well, actually, this is where our cameo comes in. Reporter talking about was a shadow has come over to town. Yeah, some shit like that. Shadow in the shape of a killer shark. Yeah. <laughs> And that is Peter Benchley. That is Peter Benchley. The author of this amazing book. Yeah, it's just amazing. All right, so then, you know what? Let me backtrack, and I'll just throw you the other cameo. What's that? There is a apparently the voice of the harbor master, and I think it's when all the idiots are going out, like when Hooper shows up and everybody's trying to get out of the port, out of the dock, mm-hmm. and you hear the harbor master over the, the radio or the intercom or whatever it is. That is apparently Steven Spielberg. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it, but that oh. is what I am led to believe. Okay, so everything's going around. Yeah, they've got... They got like the patrols out there. Everybody's out there on the boats, with, like, and they got like uh, netting and all that shit. And the watch at like uh, Dreyfus is on the water, and uh, yeah, everybody's like on the lookout. Right, and then they have they see a fin, so everybody panics. Well, wait, isn't it at first everybody's just sitting on the beach? Right, nobody's going in. This is when the guy gets trampled or gets laid out. Yeah, 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 you're right. That that son of a bitch, Larry, convinces to go out in the water. Because he put, I just put suntan lotion on, I'm trying to absorb. And he convinces them to, you know, no one's going in, come on. So that son of a bitch, who's dressed in a suit and won't go out in the water his damn self, convinces this old man and his wife to go out there. With their grandchildren. Yeah. and Yeah, what a dick, man. She is like, you look at her face, dude. She is terrified. Oh, yeah, written like, all over it. I mean, even the, the, the smallest actors in this are, are really good. So then people see them go out, and they feel more comfortable, so they're all going out. And then that's when the two little dickheads have the fake fin and creates a panic, and the one guy gets laid out, and it's the two kids. Yeah, well, dude, what the, there's that one older guy when he sees... 
the Finn coming. <laughs> he looks yeah. like he's shitting his pants, and then he basically just kind of tramples over some kids on a raft. Like I don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah, he he lays like the people's elbow on them. Yeah, <laughs> he's out of here, dude. Damn, I wait. Yeah. <laughs> He is out. He gives him this cold stunner. He gets out of there. Then they clear the beach, and Hooper's like, you know, Martin, is everybody okay? Everybody right. okay? <laughs> yeah. And then you've got wasted, burnout hippie chick who sees the shark in the lagoon, or in the pond, rather. Yeah, it's in the pond! It's in the pond! Shark. Yeah, but dude, she doesn't see the shark. Does she see the shark before it attacks the boat? <laughs> yeah, she does. Shark! It's in the she's pond. Like, she sounds like she's wasted, that chick. Oh, yeah, and she is full-on hippie, dude. And then you've got the, the guy who's clearly from the wingle and helping the kids. You guys okay? Some, you guys okay over there? Yeah, he gets fucked, that poor bastard. Have you seen the uncut scene with him? I do not believe so. They have it on YouTube, or I think they have it on YouTube, but they, they have it on, I think it's, the documentary, The Shark, is still working. And he actually, I think he saves Mike's life. Like, the shark grabs him and is, like, dragging him. And he grabs Mike and, like, moves Mike out of the way. And he gets pulled on. It's freaking disturbing as hell. So I wonder why they cut that. Because it was too disturbing. Oh. Yeah. It was just a little too much. So they decided to go with the chomp and then the leg drop. The leg, yeah. Yeah. Which was effective in its own right, but I'd like to oh, see yeah. that clip. It, it's around. And, yeah, and because, dude, you know what? They're still keeping the shark kind of not front yeah. and center. Yes, that's why it worked. Because it is, I mean, like I said, you see it enough. You know, you see him sideways and chomping and that's... Oh, dude, then, all you need is that fin. The fin is scary as fuck on its own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, put yourself in the position where you're in the water. You don't need to see the whole shark. You see that fin Stop. show up, you shit your pants. That's it. Yep. So then they get they get Mike out, and Mike is in the uh, hospital for shock, but he's fine. Right. He wants coffee, ice cream, and his cars. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Coffee. And that's what, dude, that's what Martin's trying to get Larry to sign the, he, the he, thing he to hire Quinn. Yeah. Yep, he lays the shit down on that yeah, one. You're the mayor of Shark City, dude. It's one of the greatest, <laughs> the greatest line. <laughs> yep. And he's like, yo, I, I was only trying to do what's right. Yeah, you're only trying to do what's right. That's why you're going to hire Quinn, jackal. Yeah. You were trying to do what's right. You're being a greedy motherfucker, dude. Yep. And it's Larry Hill. My boy was on that beach, too. Yeah, did you let his ass go out in the water? I got to tell you, dude, he, that guy was a hell of an actor, man. Yeah. He really, like, his state of mind in that scene, dude, every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, this dude is totally distraught right now. Yep. Yeah, he did it. Uh, he, dude, everybody. Everybody in this movie is excellent. Yeah. This is where we find Quint again, and there's when Quint meets Hooper, and we've got the alpha male versus the, you know, intellectual, you know, the working class versus the science class, and that whole thing. You know, let me see your hands. You know. Oh, dude, you've been counting money. You've been counting your money a whole life. <laughs> I haven't had to pass basic seamanship in a while, you know, that whole thing. I don't need his work class hero crap. I can relate to the working class hero crap. When they, some guys they they put that shit on a little too thick. It's like I'm the fuck down guy. Yep. I mean, we're talking go, about sharking. We're not talking about yeah, Tommy cuts or bluegills. <laughs> That's a bluegills or Tommy cuts. 
Oh, that guy was fucking awesome. Oh, that was shocking. Uh, and then there, he, well, he's brewing his own liquor in there. <laughs> the yeah. chief gets rid of it and he gives it to uh, Hooper. He's like, yo, don't drink that. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, man. That is, but dude, you know what? He said, Quint comes off as such a, he's such a douche, but you like him anyway. Like, I want to hang out with fucking Quint. I don't care how big of an asshole he is, dude. I think he's fucking cool. He's definitely got that, you know, crazy crazy uncle vibe to him. Yeah, totally. He, he's the crazy uncle at Thanksgiving that, you know, yelling about everything. Yeah, I, I don't want to skip forward too much, but when we get to the scenes where they're hanging out on the boat, you know, the scenes. Yeah. Dude, how awesome is he? Like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, I want to be on this fucking boat with these guys right now. But, okay, let's, let's backtrack to where we need to be. And, well, supposedly, well, not, I don't even think supposedly, Robert Shaw was a giant dick to Richard Dreyfus. Like, there really was this alpha male, you know, hey, Richard, how many push-ups can you do? You know, you puss. You know, stuff like that. Dude, right. you're so going gonna to want, you want to you wanna argue with Robert Shaw? No. <laughs> He's been dead 40 years. I still don't want to argue about this <laughs> Dude, what was he in? From Russia with Love, right? Yeah. That's a serious <laughs> dude, man. Like, he looks like he could put a hurting on somebody. So, now we're into the, essentially, the third act of the movie, where they're going out to get you the shark. Oh, I know. And, and Brody's all dressed up with his rain jacket and his fucking galoshes. And she's following him, going, you got your Dramamine? Extra pair? <laughs> I put an extra pair of glasses? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, they're going out. Oh, dude, uh, not to cut you off, but you know what I always liked about, you know, they do the whole gearing up and they're getting on the boat and the whole rigmarole. But I love the shot where the orca is leaving the dock and they film it from inside Quint's, you know, lair through the jaws of the shark. Oh, dude, what a, that's fucking great. Yep. So they go out and this is really what, well, the chumming, Chief's chumming. Now, is this the first thing, though? Isn't this where the Chief pulls the uh, wrong cord? No, doesn't that happen a little later on? With a cage and a compressed airfall? Yeah, I don't think that's right away. I think he's out there fucking, he's chumming and like, oh, I'll leave another chum marker. Uh, yeah. Why can't he do it? Well, Hooper drives the boat. Hooper drives the boat. Hooper, slow ahead. Slow ahead. I could go slow ahead. That's a weird thing, dude, because he trusts Hooper enough to drop to drive the boat. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like he he knows he's not incompetent. He's just, dude. You know how some of those guys get. They're just fucking. You're like you're like a little pretty boy. I'm gonna haze you. Yeah. That's that's how I what what I felt. I felt like he was hazing him. I don't think he really hated him. Right. He was like testing him. But dude, he, he's letting him drive the boat. You know what I mean? And. If you watch the interactions between Quentin Hooper throughout this movie, he definitely doesn't think he's an incompetent idiot. He just seems like he's a bit of a dick and he's breaking his balls. Yeah. So this is when we have the the reveal where... Why don't you come down here and chum some of this shit? (laughs) Boom! Here comes a fucking shark. And then he just looks and goes, oh, fuck. And backs up. And then we have the famous line... You're going to need a big... Dude, I think that was an ad lib. I think it might have been. Yeah, I believe. Not only that, is the ad lib perfect, dude, but the way they edited it, like, dude, the way that Brody snaps to attention 
it's like, dude, like, did you break your neck on the way up from that? It's like such a quick movement. At it, oh, it's freaking perfect. Yeah, you're gonna need a bigger boat. Can you, dude? One of those things you just make up off the top of your head, and you'd fucking. Hey, it's the most quotable yeah. line ever. Yeah, that and May the Force Be With You are the two quotable lines of moviedom. Especially for that time period, dude, that, that yeah. mid to late 70s. And then they, wow. that's when they, they see the head to tail and figure out it's... That's a 20-footer. 25. 25. Oh, dude, that's good shit, man. Yeah. And the best is when they're, when they're, you know, going out and they want the chief to go out on the, what is that, the bow? Yeah, but like out of, he's like, I need, he's like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, well, what? Go out, what? The scale, scale my ass. Yes, that's right. That's what he says. <laughs> I, dude, you know what? I got to, this is something that we have not addressed. And it is such a huge part of this movie is the fucking score. Yeah. Freaking John Williams is ridiculous. Yeah, well, he can do no wrong. Right. That's, you know, Clearly. that's not even uh, up for debate. But it's just like the Jaws theme itself, dude, is so menacing. But then throughout the movie, there are all these parts where it is, it doesn't give you anything like it's this horror menacing movie. It's like adventure movie soundtrack. It's like kind of uplifting. Like when there's the barrel yeah. and the shark and they're chasing him. And it's like yep. this, you know what I'm talking about? Like, that, dude, that's crazy shit, man. Even earlier in the movie when they're, you know, on the beach and just having a good time. And it's all light, you know? That's so perfect, man. Yeah, so yeah. but I mean, even that that essential Jaws, you know, track, dude. Two note, E and F. That's it. Talk about when you're effective, in, man. When you're in water, do you not just automatically hear that? Oh, all the time, dude. Yeah, that's it. And if you're gonna make some kind, and if if you're gonna break somebody's balls when they're in the water, that's exactly what you do. Everybody knows it. Yeah, that's it. God damn it! Yeah, yeah. What the fuck did uh, you do? wait? What what did you just say? Huh? What did you What did you just say? <laughs> I said no. Stop, damn it! Oh, <laughs> I was just like, I, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I thought for some reason you just said Love Shack, and I was just like, bro, wait, 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 where are you going with this guy? I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> because the B-52s did a certain, did a hidden track in his movie in the post-courtesy. Yeah, 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 let's not do, let's, let's, let's not go there, dude. <laughs> Jaws and the Rock Rock. Yeah, that's it, that's it. It's the bonus features. Jaws versus Rock Lobster. Rock Lobster. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, and then this is when they try to uh, bring him up with the barrels, correct? Yeah, and dude, that scene when Quint comes, he's he puts the gun together and he's coming, he comes out of the, you know, the cabin and all you see is like, oh, dude, what a friggin' shot. Oh, when, when <laughs> yeah, when Brody is like going over. And then see yeah. the freaking and like scurries back over. Yeah, dude, Quint is just so. Con- oh man, dude, that guy is that character is just excellent. And there's always like the sense of urgency, like when he's telling Hooper to attach the barrels, and he's like, "Don't wait for me." It's just, oh, dude, what a good fucking movie. Yeah, come on now, hurry up now. 
And then, okay, so they get the barrel in him, and then you know what shot I really like? When Quint is, it's like sundown, and Quint is standing on the, uh... Yes! You'd, oh, dude, what a beautiful shot, man. Yeah, he's there with, like, the gun right across his arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Beautiful. Now, is it, did we pass the part where he has the reel already? Oh, yeah, we totally, when he's sitting in the chair and Chief is chump, yeah, we totally passed that. Dude, not for nothing, if you're about to fight a fish so big you need to strap your ass into a boat, that shit is a little too big for you to be fighting on your own. Uh, that's n- true. See, I don't know if that's necessarily true, dude. Like, I think when those guys go out there and they're fishing for marlins and shit like that, that's what you do. I think you strap yourself into the chair, man. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't get done. I'm saying me personally, that's a little too big for me to be doing. Any. Uh, yeah, but dude, if I'm going out for marlin... Then I get it. That's right. Well, you figure you're going out with something bigger than a giant shark. So yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're prepared. He's he's prepared for that. That well, that's what he does, dude. He's he fishes for big friggin' fish. They just did not anticipate uh, what they were getting. Taxidermy man's gonna have a heart attack when he sees what I brought him. <laughs> I brought him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, dude, that scene is freaking intense because you had Chief there tying knots. Oh, and Quint's giving him the instructions about... Yeah, yeah. I've been through a hole and out a hole again. Not too good, is it, Chief? But while while he's doing... While he's tying all quiet, Quint is there and he's slowly buckling himself in. Yeah, eating the fucking crackers again, man. (laughs) Eating the crackers. And the reel is just click, 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 click. I got it! And then the reel just took. Yeah, but he's like, Chief, get behind me. What the, what the reel? Oh, dude. What the reel? Yeah. Dude, oh, this, I'm, I'm telling you, this is like a near flawless movie, dude. It, it, it is, it's everything you could possibly want. Yep. I might have to watch that shit again. There you go. So, okay, we got, he puts the barrels in him. He's got what, two barrels in him. And then we have Chief going, are we going to get a bigger boat? And then we have Nightfall, right? I believe that's how it is. And then we get the the scene where they're all hanging out drinking. Going out, yeah. They're showing their scars. And we found out about, what is it, Mary Ellen Moffat? Yeah, and Quint and the, <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> and then Quint and the uh, the Indianapolis and well, Chief has a surgical cigar. That's about it. Oh yeah, right. And he never he never mentions it. Yeah, he just looks up and says, "Oh, surgery." And then yeah, we find out that Quint had a tattoo removed from the Indianapolis. And, and then there's that whole story, which is just intense. Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt to reenact any of it because I can't. And then Quint sings his. Uh, Farewell and adieu to your fair Spanish lady song. And then they sing, show me the way to go home. And then as they're singing it, the barrels pop up. And it's got the uh, the, the strobe light and whatnot on it. Yep. And then he starts ramming the boat. And dude, you ever know when he starts ramming the boat, dude, the, the fun stops and Quint goes, not, not even just Quint, but Hooper too. Everybody goes right back into business mode. And Brody's still tapping along for a half a second. That is a, a a man thing. That switch goes off, and you're just like, all right, we're back to business, baby. Yeah, their ass overs up real quick. Yep, it, instantly. And I, dude, that is a legitimate thing because mm-hmm. I have been in that situation on more than one occasion 
where you're hanging out partying and some shit happens and all of a sudden, dude, you are sober as fuck and you got to deal with things. Yeah. So now they're, okay, so Jaws starts ramming, what does he say? Pump, pump it out, chief. Or, or put, put out the fire, chief. Like, dude, oh, put out the dude, fire, chief. oh my, put out the fire, chief. Put out the fire, now, chief. Is, yep. Now, is this before or after the, the business with the radio? No, this is before the radio. Yeah. When Brody starts to freak out. And then Quint comes in and just smashes the fucking radio. I never understood why he smashed the radio. I would have just unplugged that shit and been like, mine, motherfucker. Quint, this is where... Hmm. Well, I'll kind of get... I think I'll get to it later. Because the whole time, Chief is... He's kind of the the voice of, of reason. You know, we need a bigger boat. Why don't we bring him back to shore instead of him bringing us out to sea? That I always kind of agreed. I was like, yeah, why do they do that? And freaking, when the boat starts really overheating, Quint, as being a douchebag, pushes it even further. Yeah, and and uh, Hooper's yelling at him. Yeah, that's scene I never got. It's like, why are you doing this? Why, yeah, why are you sabotaging your own, your own boat? And he's like, Hooper, don't push it. He's like, yeah! He's like all crazy. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's a soundbite if I ever heard it. (laughs) So now the engine's gone. Freaking the boat is screwed up. Yeah, and it's basically kind of sinking it already, isn't it? Yeah, and at this point, Quint goes to Oprah and goes, All right, what do you think we can do? Wait, but yeah. if, if that was the case, then why were you revving the boat, dude? Because he wanted to muscle the situation. He wanted to all muscle the freaking shark. That, because that, nobody, you know, he's Ahab at this point. You know, that's my yeah, shark. Yeah. This, this is what I do. My cock is bigger than yours. And this is how we're going to do it. So then, all right, uh, Hooper, uh, let, let's look at what you have. You could get this needle into his skin. And he's like, uh, no. <laughs> So then they decide to try to get the get him in a cage. You know, you go in a cage. Cage is in the water. Shocks in the water. They throw a Hooper into the water with the spear. Even though he's got no spit. Even though, yes, he has no spit. And you know how he did that, right? How they did what? Full shark attack with the, with the guy in the... They had like a mini cage. And they had like a little person in the cage. Oh, I did not know that. So they didn't have, you know, that way the shark that could have been, like, say, a 10-footer looked like it was about 20 because there was a... A, a little dude in the, in the cage. Well, that makes sense because you can tell that that's not a fake shark in those scenes. But that one shark really did jack that cage up. That was a complete, as Bob Ross would call, happy accident. Well, dude, I'm sorry, but I, I don't want to mess with a shark at any size level. No, no, I'm not you know going. What I'm saying, dude, like, they will fuck you up. I'm not in a shark cage. I'm not wearing chainmail. No, I'm good. Oh no, don't get me wrong. I've got on the bucket list is to go in the cage. I there will be no great whites in the vicinity, but I'm definitely going to do that before I drop dead. Have fun. Yeah. Email me. No hell went. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll use my, I'll take my, uh, my cell phone and I'll, I'll take a selfie with me and the shark in the cage. I'm like, what's up, son? <laughs> so then 
Sharp jacks up the cage, pulls the winch thing out. They 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 reel up the cage. Hooper's not in there. They're assuming Hooper's dead. Rightfully but so. Hooper, you know, hid behind a rock. And then this is when the shark does Air Bud, lands on the bow of the boat, <laughs> and freaking <laughs> Quint faces his absolute worst fear. Because he'll and never put a life jacket on again. I'll never put a life jacket on. And it's so, weird because when the boat's sinking, he brings out the life jacket. Yeah. And gives it to them. Yeah. Oh, dude. So good. Like, here you go. Yeah. So good. So he freaking gets chomped and pulled down. and shoot. I can't even describe it. Watch the damn scene. <laughs> it's pretty epic. And his screams are like fucking chilling, dude. When he's sliding down and kicking. Oh, dude. Dude, because he literally looks like he's fighting for his life. It's just like, oh, shit. And I don't know a kid on a playground who has never done that scene on the slide. You know That's what I'm saying? Damn good point. Yeah, exactly. Where you're, where you're fighting your way down the back up the slide. And you're, We've ah! all done it. Holy all, yeah. shit. All done it. Wow, dude. Yo, that was, that was a goddamn good comparison, brother. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Oh, that was good. So then he's eating and the freaking the boat's three quarters freaking down. You got Chief who can't swim on a freaking mast. Oh, dude, Brody, he gets so so gangster at the end of this movie. He's like, fuck this shit. Well, while he was in the cabin, I'm sorry, he was in that cabin when the shark bust through. He had that air tank that Hooper had said would explode. Yes. And throws that shit in his mouth. Like, he's hitting him with it and kind of loses it in his mouth. I have an interesting thing about that, about the air tank. What's that? He throws it in his mouth one way. But the next time, you, you know what I'm talking about? It's the other way. Yeah. When you see it next, I mean, we could assume that, you know, the shark kind of flipped around while Yeah, he's like gargling it around, but it was uh, definitely noticed. So then he's on the end of the mast, and the shark's coming, and he's firing at him, and then you get the line, smile, you son of a... I think that was also an ad lib. All right, so we got... Raining guts. You have half a shark going, and you hear the right. which is the same sound effect that Steven Spielberg used in Duel when a truck went over the cliff. So you're yeah. a fucking dork, dude. Yeah. yeah. God damn. <laughs> you know, every time I think I might out nerd you with something, you fucking <laughs> pull some shit out of your ass like that. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> oh shit don't worry dude I think I'm, I might get you I might get you this time no I go, oh yeah bro I got I got one in the chamber dude I'm waiting to pull that shit alright anyhow you so, referenced the sound effect you realize that you're Jesus Christ dude sorry so, I'm gonna start calling you fucking Louis Skolnick <laughs> <laughs> so we got good raining Happy, ha and then Bubbles, here comes Hooper. He comes over, Quint, no. And he just shakes his, oh, dude. And then he looks over, can we get in on those? And then they kick him back, and that will conclude Jaws. Uh, actually, before we conclude that, that scene right there, can we get in on those? 
Yeah. Put a pin in that because I got okay. one for you. That's not my smoke. That's not my bullet in the chamber. But I got an interesting uh, something that I noticed. You might have noticed it too, fucking dork. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end of Jaws, dude. So we got okay. We have Jaws, and we've got a body count of one, two, three, four. What four and five, including Pivot? Five, five. So the combination is. One, two, three, four, five. That's the stupidest combination I ever heard in my life. That's the kind of thing an idiot would have on his luggage. Thank you, Your Highness. Well, Pippet, we should count him in dog years, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that really it? Is only a count of four? There's Chrissy. We got Chrissy. Alex. Alex. We got, are you okay over there? Oh, yeah, that guy. Quint. Quint and Pippet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what a minimal body count at I don't need dude, I don't even know what to say, dude. It's it's just so good. Everything about it is good. Yep. 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 So then we have Jaws 2. The terror continues. vast and unknown depths of the ocean. How could there have been only one? Jaws 2. See it. Before you go back in the water. Which was, what, 78? Uh, yeah, 78. Okay, 78. Wait a minute, Back before in... you go any further, what what order did you see these movies in? I... And, and you, dude, you are entitled to guess because we were youngins. I am going to guess the order they came out. I have, I don't remember seeing Jaws for the first time. I think I've just always... Seen Jaws? That's so kind of like, how I feel, too. Like, I've never had a point in my life where I've never not known Jaws. You know? I, I am with you 100% on that, except that I think I may have seen Part 3 before I saw Part 2, but I could be completely wrong. It might just be the impact that it made on my life, but we'll get there eventually. Jaws? I know I saw it may not have been first run. It might have been coming out a year later because back then, before home video, they would release a movie a couple of years later. I I remember, dude. (laughs) I remember. I remember being at Westbury Drive-In. And I know I saw it on cable before Joe's 3. So I saw all of these in the order that they were out in. Okay. That makes so, sense to me. So I'm not even going to I'm not even going to yeah. pry into that. That is totally logical. So we got Joe's 2. Dude, not a bad movie. And not not bad. You, no, you've said this to me. If Jaws 1, and I hate to even say Jaws 1. If Jaws had never happened, Jaws 2 would have been a great movie. Totally great movie. I mean, there's yeah. some flaws, but <laughs> yeah. it's still... It, you know what it is? It 
it kind of had the same feel as OG Jaws. Well, if Jaws was your action-adventure movie, Jaws 2 became your slasher. Oh, because... Because... The shark seemed to have a vendetta. He had a vendetta, and his ass was brutal, and it was a pretty good body count. Agreed. And he was just hunting people. I don't know. I, I have some uh, bones of contention with things that happened in this movie, and uh, but I want to make it clear that I'm not hating because I do like the movie. Okay. Well, we start off with the two with two divers right. who are going down, it, and they find a ship that sunk, and it Which was is the orca. allegedly the orca, right? And as they're taking pictures, the shark comes and attacks them and eats them. Now there's the, the the dramatic camera flashes, blah 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 blah. That keep I don't know for some reason the camera keeps taking pictures. Okay. Anyhow, so then you have Chief back on Amity. Well, at this point, you see the shark. Yeah, they reveal the shark very early in this one. Right. They reveal the shark. They reveal the fin going through the town, which is kind of cool. It reminded me of the Universal ride. You're kidding. What part? When you were on the boat and you, before they had the big shark, at, you know, jump in the yeah. boat and saw the fin. I mean, it, the whole movie reminded me of that ride, which I miss. But anyhow. Yeah, because they don't have that anymore, right? No, they. I think they put up Harry Potter or something. Instead. Oh, fuck Harry Potter. No, there you go. So, there's the opening of the hotel on Amity. Oh, and the chief is late. Right, chief is late. And she, dude, the best part, she's like, act like you've been here the whole time. And you know, she, he's like, what? She's like, act bored. Act bored. <laughs> and they play, do you know what song the uh, band is Downtown, playing? man. Petula Clark. Yeah, man. Well, come on, dude. What did we just meet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. They might as well be playing Red Rubber Ball. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, dude, we listened to, used to listen to that shit on 45s in my house, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Do I know what that is? You insult me, sir. Yep. <laughs> but they reveal uh, Tina, who. I'm sorry, I, dude, she is fantastic in this whole damn movie. Oh, I agree with you 100%, dude. My gosh. Yep, we'll, we'll yeah. get to it later, but we there will, are certain but... parts where it's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, she and her boyfriend go through so, so much shit in this movie. Yeah, but dude, her performance, like, you know, he's kind of like a fucking whatever guy, but her performance is just... Yeah. Is, yeah, dude, she, she does an excellent job. So they go, they're at the opening of the hotel, she's the beauty queen, and then, well, they find the the boat out there with nobody on. We're cutting the, ma we're, we're going to jump to major plot point. Yeah, but you know what, before we jump to that plot point, I got to say something about this scene. One of my mm -hmm. favorite parts in this is after the whole, you know, the Miss Amity or whatever, and I, shit, I can't remember the character's name, but he's like one of the select men at the time. He's a real prick, like that business dick. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Ellen's yeah, boss? Yeah, Ellen's boss. At one, dude, early on, he's talking to people, and he's, I don't know, he's praising her in some sort of way, and he puts his arm around her, and he's talking to them, and if you watch Brody, he does this slow look down, like, motherfucker, are you, are you touching my fucking wife right now? And the look on his face is priceless. And then it goes into something where he's like, oh, I don't know what, you know, she's a terrific woman or some shit, or I, I don't know what I do. 
Yeah, and he's just like, I, yeah, I don't either. It's just, yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, dude, that's all class right there. Because I put myself in that situation, and I'm just going to be like, yeah, what, yo, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? You want to keep that fucking finger? Well, his, his wife is the lady with the dark hair and the glass who, in the first movie, remember when the one guy in the, in the uh, town meeting says, is that $3,000 in check of cash? And she goes, I'm sorry, I don't think that's funny. I don't think that's funny at all. That oh, one- you mean uh, Mrs. Taft? Yeah, that's right. That's Are his- you 100% that that's his wife? Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm about 98. All right. Why? We will, we, no, 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 no. I just, I'm not exactly sure if there is actually a relation between the two of them or if we are just assuming that there is a relationship between them it doesn't matter let's we'll, we'll, we'll go on i will i will inspect because it's weird because i have an interesting point to make to you later on about this so All continue because right. she's also the one that tells ellen if you weren't born here you're never an island yeah yeah, yeah. Right? i know who she is okay we're gonna put a pin in her too because that'll be later on um if your pin and my pin are the same, you can go fuck yourself. That's all I'm telling you. All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> so, okay, shit. Where the hell are we? Oh, yeah. So, the Hendrix tells him about the boat, right? Yes. Then he has Hendrix go out with the old man of the sea. Take the, take the old man of the sea with you. Right. So, shit. We got Mike. Right. Well, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. No, we're, we're skipping shit. So they're out doing it, and they're reeling in. They're looking for shit. No, 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 no. Dude, we we skipped something, dude. When they're out there looking for something, they're looking for the body from the boat explosion. Uh, right. And I have a million issues with this fucking scene. Okay, why? Because... Well, dude, I don't know. The, the boat is going, and they're water skiing, and then all of a sudden, the boat fucking explodes. But meanwhile, that old lady is looking at the boat the whole time, but she didn't see fucking Jaws attack the fucking boat, but you saw everything else? Come on, oh, dude. Okay, well, shit. And then why can't... is the chick dumping gasoline on herself and then shooting Jaws with the flare gun? Like, what are yeah. you, fucking stupid? Right? Am I, am I wrong to okay. assume that this was an idiot move? Okay. Did they already find the power line yet, or is this after when they were no, looking No, they find the power line when they're out there trolling for the bodies from the boat explosion. Okay, right. I'm sorry. So, we have this. The girls are out skiing, water skiing. Tina and Mark are going around playing guitar on the beach, and Tina wants to go and go water skiing. Right. And she's, like, waving from the fucking beach like they're going to hey. see it. Stupid like ass. right, like they can hear her even. Yeah, come on. So then the shark comes, attacks the one girl, eats her, attacks the boat. The girl picks up. I think she was. I don't know. Was she trying to take the can and throw it at the shark? I don't know what. I don't know what her intentions were. Maybe she was trying to dump the gas on the shark or whatever the intention was. I know you're in a panic and I know things are terrible, but you. First of all, the, the shot is awful. She looked like she's doing like the ice bucket challenge with a <laughs> with a can of gasoline. She's like, "Hey, look at me! I'm just dumping this shit on me." And then she, a flare gun of all things. Like, dude. Like, did you black out for like five seconds and not realize that you just doused yourself with fucking gasoline? Hey, we're gonna take a shark and set it on fire. 
go sets it on fire. <laughs> wow, you, you, I don't know how you keep managing to freaking put that Billy Madison reference into anything. Well done. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what she does. She stands there with the <laughs> with the thing with the gas can over her head going, ah! And then she, she points the flare gun at the shark and looks away. And then the entire thing is just up in fucking flames. Yep. And yep, that works. Blow that shit up. Oh, man. <laughs> It's, like, it's so, so fucking stupid. <laughs> so then he's at, uh, the chief is out there investigating that. Right. And there, and Tina's there and right. And then the old lady's like, one minute they were having a beautiful time. And then the next minute, yeah, a, sh- a fucking giant shark so jumped in yeah. the fucking boat. But your ass didn't see that. Yeah. You didn't see that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh- and then for some reason, you know, Chief kind of looks out the water like, hmm, a boat blew up. Hmm. <laughs> that's because that's the logical conclusion you would come to. Yep. Because uh, <laughs> we need some sharks with laser beams attached to their heads. Because <laughs> Dr. Evil has invaded yes. every hour. <laughs> I just want some freaking laser beams. Yeah, that's what happened. It's Doctor Doctor Evil's sharks are in Jaws two, and we didn't even know that. He's been plotting the entire time. This is when Hendrix and the old man find the power cable, which is a foreshadow to later on in the movie. Yeah, put a pin in that one too because I wanna. I have an interesting observation that I made because I'm a fucking idiot. So continue. So somewhere in this course, you know, Michael and Sean are a little older. Michael's 16, I think, something around there. Sean's about 10 or 11. Uh, Martin wants Mike to work on the beach painting painting shaders. Right, summer job. But he's got a buttload of friends that want to go out boating. and Including shit. the white guy with the afro. Including the white guy with the afro who was in Of shit. course you would know this. I'm thinking my bloody Valentine. The OG one? The OG one. Oh, uh, yeah. I blocked that one out. But Keith Gordon is in this. Who was um, in... Back to School? No, not... Back yeah, to... Back to... Yeah. yeah, Back to School. Yeah. Yep. Back to School and Christine. Uh, Legend of Billy Jean. Legend of Billy... Yes. Yeah, I kind of like that guy. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I think now he's doing like a buttload of directing and Stuff. I don't think. Yeah, I up. think he's a behind the camera guy now. Yeah, I think I think I remember seeing that. And then there's just a bunch of other people. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. There is indeed a bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah. So then, once again, Tina and Mark. I don't know how they do this. They're running around, screwing around, doing whatever they're doing, and trip over a freaking orca. Oh, you mean the initial the trip thing. to the lighthouse when they first? Well, yeah, we're going to the lighthouse. That first trip to the lighthouse, and they're running around, and everybody else is like, "Oh, what was it? Too hot up there for you?" And blah 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 blah. Right. Yeah, literally trip over the orca. Trip over the orca, and then Martin calls in the fish doctor <laughs> okay there's the technical name fish doctor the fish the fish and, and ask her if if there was a shark that was killed here and another shark came oh dude and she goes oh sharks don't take things personally well yeah 
I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like her. I, it's not even that I don't like her. I don't like the whole thing. It was, dude. It it was like a cheap grab. Oh, if one shark was killed, would another shark come? Like, dude, really? You were reading the shark books in the first one. Do you really think that he tries to get a hold of Hooper? Hooper is in the Arctic or something. Yeah, something uh, he, like that. Yeah. So then he, well, Martin goes driving and he sees shit out in the water. Yeah, a rando piece of wood. Rando piece of wood, and he's like, oh, shit, this might be a clue. Okay. <laughs> sure it is. Okay, sure. He goes, okay. <laughs> it is, okay, Scooby-Doo. Sure. <laughs> yeah, totally Scooby-Doo. Hey, gang, <laughs> there's a piece so of wood thinks, floating in the water. So he grabs the wood, just like Hooper grabbed the tooth. Okay. Uh-huh. And then as Ben Gardner's head pops out of a hole, this short bitch of his body jumps out of the water. So it's the same scenes, just the B-side. Well, well put. Thank you. It is. That's the B-side. Yep. Martin decides to make... Uh, well, he goes to uh, goes to the uh, council and tries to get uh, uh, the beaches closed. Right. The council of select, of select men. Right. And then... Um, Oh yeah, FYI, she is not uh, Mrs. Taft from the first movie. There okay. does not seem to be any relation between her and Peterson from this movie. Okay, okay. She's so, just there. She she has made it through two movies. Like I said, we're gonna put a pin in it. Mm-hmm. Cause she. I know. We'll put a pin. I know. So we have to cut to the chase because there's a lot of shit. Yeah, dude, it's a lot of shit, and we're only in fucking part two. We're, do, we're, we're doing Friday all over again, except we only got four movies this time. God damn right. you, Jaws! <laughs> but but where Jaws, the body count grows, this one, the body count dwindles. So it'll get easy. Anyhow, so he the goes body to count, the count dwindles? Dwindles, dude, trust me. So, oh, as far as actual deaths? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, all right, I get it, go ahead. So they, Larry tells him, Martin, don't push it this time about the shark. And he goes, are you telling me, you know, I don't know what a shark looks like. I, I, I've seen one up close. And I don't intend to go through that hell again. I don't intend to go through that hell again. Right. So he makes these bullets with freaking nitroglycerin or something in them. Cyanide. Cyanide? Okay, cyanide, cyanide. with can- cyanide and candle wax. So he's going to poison the shark and shoot it. Goes up on a shark tower. Is that... Wait a minute. Is that really where we are? We're already... Okay, yeah. He goes in there to fucking... Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, go ahead. Right, because at this point, Mike is painting shitter. Uh, Sean is on the uh, beach with him. I'm helping. And then he sees something out in the water. He yells for everybody, get out, get out, get out. Oh, well, there's the that shit. whole bullshit where he's up on the... Wait, he's up on the tower and then... Tower, Peterson and Ellen, and they're showing uh, possible investors around Amity, and there's all the description, and then there's like, what's, my daughter wants to know what he's doing up there. And they're trying to sugarcoat it, and he's looking for, he's looking for sharks. That's when your mother looks at you and goes, yo, bitch, shut the fuck up. (laughs) No one asked you, little girl. Shut up, girl. Children right, should be because, seen right, because not Larry's hurt. looking. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> Children should be seen and not heard. Shut up. 
Because Larry's like, oh, your dad's got you working, right? Oh, yeah. Have you seen him? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's up there. And he's up there. Dude. Oh, my God, dude, with those pimp 70s dual tone sunglasses. Oh, dude, I need to get me a pair of those. <laughs> yeah, I need those. So then he sees the shadow. He runs down, rings the bell, runs down, shoots his gun off in the you know crowd of people. It's just Bluefish! Just Bluefish! Said the guy with the mullet and the trucker hat. Right. It's a... Just blue, just blue which, fish. Honestly, bluefish will fuck you up, man. I don't know all that much about bluefish, so I can't really tell you. But if you're saying so, I'll, I'll I will I'll just go along and assume that you are correct. Yeah, I don't think it's it's all that safe around bluefish. Anyhow, so he picks up his bullet. Sean comes over, helps him pick up his bullets, which is kind of the equivalent of the scene where Sean is mimicking him at the dinner table. Agreed. Once again, another Jaws B-side. Is it a B-side or is it like a fucking, you are officially the Remora off of the shark? <laughs> yes. Right? You are eating scraps off of That's the shark. That's it. You are scrapping it. <laughs> We've clearly seen Shark Week at least once. Yeah. <laughs> Great analogy, my brother. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> Don't worry, I got a couple more. <laughs> so, Mike is grounded. The chief is fired. Hendrix doesn't want to be the new chief, but he is. Oh, but dude, you miss it that way? Wait, wait. What? What? They fire the chief, and then he comes home, and he's like a little shit-faced. Oh, yeah. And Hendrix is already there. He's still in the uh, vehicle. They haven't even taken away his vehicle yet. No, he's no because he's just driving home. He's go because he goes back the next day to turn in the truck. Right. However, I have observations from this scene. Okay, we see Brody pull up in front of the house. He gets out of the car. Well, he gets out of the truck, which is one of those. Mm -hmm. What is it? It's like a Bronco or one of those old K5 Blazers. It's just, one of those big yeah. bitches that was just cool. Yep. He gets out, he comes into the house, Hendrix is there, they go through, you know, they're chatting, and he goes through the, he does the same thing again, dude. Oh, we're drinking the good stuff. Oh, right. And he yeah. pours himself, he pours everybody a little, and he pours himself a big-ass glass. He does the same thing. And he does the hail to the chief. And, Drink you to know, the chief. Right. Yeah. Ellen kind of reprimands him a little bit. He, uh, Hendrix tells him, you know, I just want to, you know, you're the greatest and the whole shit. And he's like, oh, you know, I know it's, it's, I know it's not your fault. Or blah, blah, blah. The whole thing. Now, here's something that I don't know if you've ever noticed. You might have. You're a fucking nerd. So sometimes I think I'm just wasting it on nothing. Go ahead. Okay. This whole scene, it go, they go through the entire thing and Hendrix you know, he doesn't stay for long. He's there for like a hot second and then he leaves. If you watch the movie closely, when he leaves, they call him Jeff. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. They call him Jeff. His name is not Jeff. Really? His name is Len. His name in real life is Jeff. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. It's like the fucking, the Carrie Fisher moment. Hmm. His name is Len Hendricks. They call him Jeff in that scene. Oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, 
Sorry about that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Dude, I didn't. I didn't even notice it until recently when I was I was binge watching, and all of a sudden I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yep, that's what it is, dude. I fucking I looked it up, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's not his fucking name." And then I looked him up in IMDb, and his name is you know they just call him Hendrix. But then I re- remember I go I went back to part you know the first one they're calling mm-hmm. him Len, and then I oh. looked. The actor's name is Jeffrey something. I don't fucking remember what it was. But yeah, it's one of those Carrie Fisher moments. That's like in the, some of the Abbott and Costello where they're not playing Bud and Lou, but Lou will say something about, hey, Abbott, but that isn't his character. That's that not book. the name of the character. Yeah. Dude, that's got to be weird when, like, especially, that's a very, that situation in particular, where you're like a duo, and half the time you're actually playing Abbott and Costello, and then you're in movies where you're a different character, but you're still playing Abbott and Costello. That's when you pull a Tony Danza, and you just have every character named Tony. Yeah, right? Good point. (laughs) So, well, shit, okay, then Michael... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to do one more thing. Sorry, douchebag move. Okay, the next, we're at the next, oh no, 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 you go first. Okay, well, Michael goes to sneak out because he's got a uh, a blind date with one of the girls' cousins, Jackie, Jackie. and then Michael wants to, I mean, Sean wants to go. (laughs) Michael! Michael! (laughs) Dude, you know what I thought was really cool, actually? Is he drip? They he brought him along, and none of the friends had a problem with it. Yeah, I dude, I always think that too. Oh, I'll just take him with me. Like, dude, that is so cool. Yeah, but you know what, dude? Uh, Come on, man. Think about when we were fucking young. We kind of dragged, you know, we dragged one of my siblings around at some point. See, and I was, you know, I wasn't dragged around, but my brother would go out, have me go with him. This is my little brother, Dino. And all his friends were really cool to me. So it kind of, like, reminded me of that. So, shit, we got fucking... <laughs> we got, we got <laughs> Mark and Tina again on their own boat away from everybody else. T- wait, wait, what's the name Tina's... Shit, what the fuck is the name of that boat? It's Tina's something. All right, whatever, it doesn't matter, fuck it. So they're apart from the rest of the crew. The rest of the crew is sailing out, and they see the one guy with the scuba diver. Oh, right, they're going down for uh, for lobster. Right, they're going down for the lobster. I like mine with John Butter. They go down, they can get attacked by the shark, well, get scared by the shark. Who's, a, who's up burnt up? Him. He's a burnt up shark. Yeah, he's all burnt up from the girl trying to oh. set him on fire. Yeah, fucking yeah, fire, fire starter. From, 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 yeah, from Prodigy Girl. Yeah. The <laughs> Guy comes up, he gets the bends for coming up too quick. Bubble, what is it? Bubble, oxygen in the blood. You got the bends, dude. Just fucking say it. Yeah, you got the bends. So they go out. Mark and Tina, they're all, you know, schmoozing on their boat. And freaking Shark hits the boat. Mark flies over. Oh, but dude, you know what? She's talking about you got to put down the blanket because I'm getting bruises and my mom's asking questions. It's just like, dude, how hard is your mom staring at you? It's like, yeah, whoa, whoa. why is your mom looking at your ass? Yeah, right? Like, goddamn, dude. You need to put her in check, little... dude. <laughs> your mom's a little creepy. Right? <laughs> She's a little... <laughs> I'm creeptastic. 
<laughs> yeah, then the shark hits the boat. Mark flies over. Then the shark pushes the boat, right? Away from them. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The shark pushes the boat. And then Mark is swim. Mark, shark, swim faster. Swim yeah. Faster. Oh, dude, she is epic. And they're just like, you, dude, she might as well just be screaming, dude, you need to swim fucking faster because you're going to die. Freaking shark nails him at freaking speedboats his ass. Yeah, dude, freight trains is sorry. Oh, dude. Creating wake and everything and boom, right into the side. He climbs up and gets pulled down. Oh, that's hardcore. And she's all, go away, please go away, go away. And freaking dude, she's just out of a bird. Oh, yeah, dude. She is but, I'm, clearly out of the bird. Yeah. Although, you know what? She goes into that please go away thing awfully quick. Yeah, I would have been a little more... Right? Like, like you're, you're shit in a pickle still. Yeah. Right. You're not quite catatonic at this point. You're, you're out of your head. Yeah. Like, you're looking at the imaginary person next to you going, uh, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I, I don't think you're quite at the praying stage yet. Yeah, that was that was a little bit of a weird clip, but you know, it is what it is. So what happens? And Hendrix gets the report about the scuba divers. No, you know what it is. Chief's in the in the truck, and he's driving, and then he sees the ambulance. Oh right. And then he follows. She's like, "Oh, it's not your job anymore," and he just follows the ambulance. And that's when they, you know, they say what happened, the the oxygen in the blood thing. And then there's the whole, oh, you know, when the kids went out. Kids, what kids? Right. Right. Oh, Mike and, and blah, blah, blah. Mike and or Mike? Right. Now, okay, I have a, I have, I have an issue with the scene right here. There's one thing about this that has always fucking bothered me. There, you know, he's running to the boat. Oh, you know, you got to jump in the boat, blah, blah, blah. Chief, you're not the chief anymore. You can. At one point, he goes, "All right, you said something about a lighthouse. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but a, you've been the chief of police on this island for however many years. You should right. kind of know. How do you not know where that light? Where the lighthouse is? And weren't you just there with the orca? Right. Isn't that where the kids were when the when they? Isn't that where Tina and the rest of the gang was? When they tripped right, over okay. the orca, they were at the fucking lighthouse. You were just there, dude. Good point. I'm just saying. Just saying. So Hendrix tries to give him directions. Don't give me that shit. Point. Yeah, point. Right. Over there. So he goes out with Ellen. Oh, no, but Hendrix is, is, no, Hendrix is with them. Uh, with them, right. So they go, and then they find Tina's boat. Trip, and she is tripping and, and fucking she up. is. Right, and she does that. <laughs> which is, dude, which is no joke, dude. It's yeah, like you see, you see Brody get that like hot, tingly the feeling. Old, you know? Yeah, like, you, the old, the old you shit. See look. that shit. Yeah, you see that shit on him. Like what? You fucking did it, goddamn it, guy. I didn't. <laughs> Stop talking. What is it? Speaking to yourself in the in the first person mm. or the third person? Where where are we? I think that's third. <laughs> so yeah, she has, she strokes out. She's like, shoo, 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 shoo. and then everybody looks at each other like, oh fuck. 
So unfortunately, there's a boat right, you know, in proximity. Right, and he's honking. He's like, that boat's going to take you in. What I always thought was funny is he doesn't even wait. He just leaves. Yeah. Hey, like, dude, yeah. how do you know that it's not a bunch of fucking Coke dealers on there, and they're just like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, he does the Tony Orlando honk three times. Yeah. <laughs> honk three times, take them back to shore. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tony Orlando. Okay, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Where the hell was oh. your fucking brain, torn? <laughs> Tony Orlando? I guarantee you, half of the three quarters of the people that listen are under 30 and have no clue what we're talking about. No, they have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea. So he goes out. <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Does it, wait, yo, doesn't Tony Orlando tie a yellow ribbon around the old, old tree? Is that the same fucking guy? It is, yes. It is. <laughs> and wasn't he, wasn't his backup singer Velma from Give Me a Break? Uh, Yeah, Velma yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, Velma oh. Hopkins. I think she was his fucking, she was in cahoots. Oh. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> we, we are speaking Swahili to everybody right now. So <laughs> go ahead. So, so he goes, and then over by the lighthouse, wait, so when do they find, okay, so you got the group of kids, Mike gets knocked out, falls in the wall, you know, gets his head yeah, but knocked that, out. Yeah, but this is, the shark has already attacked, they're... Right, the shark had attacked them. Yeah, that's, that scene where Mike gets knocked out, that's like weird, this whole scene is, is strange. All of a sudden, it's like a rando knock on the head, and then Mike's on... Mike's unconscious in the water. It, it it gets a little convoluted in this area. Well, what? The mast flips around and nails Mike in the back of the head like Tommy Boy, right? I think so. Yeah. And then he goes in the water. And then they get him out. They pull him out of the water when the shark comes along the side of the boat and bends in half. Oh. This, this is where the movie... Yeah. This is yeah. when the shark... Like, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, how yeah. Do you... He looks like a drink koozie that comes out of the water and gets folded in half. It, yeah. It, uh, not even a regular drink koozie, but a burnt drink koozie. Like uh, a, a koozie burnt? that somebody, a dude, a koozie that a meth head thought they were making a s'more out of. That's what, <laughs> that's what that fucking thing looks like. <laughs> <laughs> his his ass bends in half. And dude, and he he he, he kind of makes noise. He like hits the boat and he bends and he's like, Bleh. it's really it's bad, dude. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. But dude, you know what happens before that? Timmy, the the white dude with the fro. Yeah. He he. They portray him as like this total bitch boy through the entire movie, like because he's got a crush on the one chick, and then he's yeah. like, "Oh, you know, I have room," and she's like, "Okay, I'm going with Timmy." Dude, Timmy gets knocked on his ass. He gets knocked out of the boat. Then I think Larry pulls him back in the boat into his boat, right. and then dude, he like snaps to attention and gets all gangster trying to pull Mike out of the fucking water, and it's just like, dude, yeah. what happened to you, man? Like, like what, what's going on here? Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite bucks up right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I almost fucking choked. 
<laughs> Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> no shit. So they get him out, and then that boat is still they, afloat. One of the one of the boats is still, and that's him, right? Isn't that? Yeah, that's what because they're gonna go take Mike to. Mike needs a doctor. Then then they take him away to like Cable Junction. No, they're not trying to take Mike to Cable Junction. They're trying to take Mike back to Amity. Right, because they they float. Right, they're trying to float toward Cable Junction. Right, right. So they take Mike. Mike finds the chief and says, "Sean, oh, Sean, Sean's still out there." And he's like, "What? I took it. It was okay, wasn't it?" Yeah, he totally punks okay. out like a fucking little fucking putana. Right, like it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, right. it was okay, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> Just go, Dick. I'll, I'll do what you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get the fuck out of here. Uh, Brody's on his way to to find them. That's and then this is when the shark attacks again. Sean falls in the water, and dude, this scene here bothers me. Not in a it's so bad, but it bothers me. Okay, why is that? When Sean freaking falls in the water, the one chick goes gets him, puts him up, and then she, her ass gets chunked. Oh yeah, she gets fucked. It's like oh, dude. Like wow, that really sucks. Well, it sucks for her, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. So he's hanging on the. Uh, Sean is handing, holding onto the boat, and they're trying to get him to to catch the rope. But they're like, Sean, I'm gonna break your ass. Yeah, he's like screaming at him. Yeah. Brody had called the uh, Harbor Patrol to come and save him. Who did he call? Harbor Patrol. I thought it was. Uh, I. I. Yeah. <laughs> You'd see Everett Coop. <laughs> Yes, he called the uh, former Surgeon General, yeah. Abraham Lincoln Beard. Right. <laughs> I just remember watching that together back in the day. Going, you going, it's what can see Everett Coop. <laughs> what did he used to do the commercial for? Uh, it was like almost of, like a or life alert or so or some shit like that. It was one of those yeah, things, right? That, but he had the one. He had the PSA saying uh, the most safest form of protection, barring abstinence, is the use of a condom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> then he ended up doing something for Life Alert too. Yeah. Right. It was Life Alert. That's it. Okay. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone, and that's why I wear one. For those of you younger than 40, you see Everett Coop was the former Surgeon General under the uh, Reagan administration. Yeah. So they call him. He comes. He gets the rope, ties it onto the, uh, what the hell they call that? The pontoon? On, yeah, on the helicopter. On the helicopter. Dude, you ever look at that helicopter? It's like a mini helicopter. Yeah. And freaking the shark jumps up, which at at the time I saw it when I was younger, I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. But now watching Discovery Channel and watching Air Jaws and shit like that and realizing that these motherfuckers jump 15, 20 feet out of the water. Okay, completely believable now. Well, dude, that, sh that shot in general is actually pretty cool because they're shooting him from the inside of the helicopter. And then all of a sudden you just see the, oh, fuck. That's another scene, dude. If you can go on YouTube and find the uncut version of that, that is a really cool scene. See, I think I might have actually seen that scene. 
because I was watching the regular version and I'm watching that scene and I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, this is not, I don't remember. There's more to this than I'm seeing right now. Yeah, because they showed the shit like underwater and him struggling you know, him around fight. in the helicopter, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. See, I, that's the one I remember. Because I know on my disc and on Prime, they don't show that. Well, that's some bullshit. That is some bullshit. Some bullshit. So, Chief tries to radio Harbor Patrol, gets a bunch of noise. <laughs> he ends up with them, tries to tow them to Cable Junction, sees the shark. Uh, wait, we're we talking about Brody now? What did I say? Did I say Brody? I, I said Chief. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. Okay. I have a, a, a weird issue with this. You know how they're floating towards Cable Junction and then they get stuck because the mast of the upside-down boat gets caught in the rocks? Yeah. Okay. Didn't we earlier see them attach that boat with a rope so that they were all together? Am I imagining this? All right, right. so why didn't you just cut the fucking rope and now you're not stuck on the goddamn rocks anymore? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but I'm, I'm just saying. Hmm. Stupid teenagers. Right. So Brody finds the kids. As he's trying to pull them in, he sees the shark. He rams into the the jetty. Well, that's because he's trying to fucking tow him, and then J- Jaws comes out of the water, and he shits a pickle, and he's like, oh, shit. And then literally, he does that panic thing that I guess I could... That's something that you would almost do on a motorcycle. You would have a fucking panic moment, and... Just rev it? Yeah, you'd rev it and it, and you'd go. Right. So then he crashes into the... You're right, he crashes into Cable Junction. Then he goes, and then... What was he going to try to pull him over with the winch? With the winch, and then he throws the winch he, down. And, uh, I got right. issues with drops this too, it, but you go first. He, drop, he drops it down, pulls it up, and ends up pulling up the power line. Right. Do you have uh, thoughts on this? I'm just curious. Go ahead. Okay. He drops it down. It pulls up the power lines. You realize how easy it pulls up the power line as opposed to earlier in the movie when Hendrix is pulling up the, the power line? Yeah. It seems yeah. like Hendrix is fucking pulling up the Andrea Doria. And Chief doesn't <laughs> give a shit. It's just, it's just coming up. And then the other thing I think is weird, and this is just me being a, an asshole. Okay. He throws down the hooks. You know the hooks have a certain amount of weight, but they're attached to the rope. Why would you necessarily let the hooks drop all the way to the bottom before you started hoisting them up? Right. If he was letting them go, I'm just saying, being the douchebag that I am, I'd be fucking pulling them in as he was letting it go. So there's no reason for those hooks to ever be dragging along the bottom and easily pulling up the power line that was 500 pounds an hour earlier in the movie. Well, I think Hendrix kind of loosened it for him. Yeah, but it's a different, it's not the same location. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. And that dude, when when Hendrix pulls up the fucking power line, he's just like, let's get out of here before we do find something. You already did find something. You found a fucking power line. Like, what do you, like, I don't know. That's like a Scooby-Doo, but like, (laughs) you pissing kids. Yeah, zoinks. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I'm done. I'm I'm done with my stupidity. Okay. So at this point, Brody gets the idea of grabbing an oar because he found out later that vibration, and blood, sound. And, and sound. sound. What? Sound. Info drop. 
sound will attract. So he starts rapid tap tapping on this power line and taunting Bruce. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, we're calling him by by his first name now? Okay, the shark. No, 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 it's fine. I was waiting to see how long that was gonna it was gonna take for that. <laughs> we're on a first name basis. <laughs> we're on a <laughs> we're on a first name basis. Fucking Bruce. <laughs> so then the shark comes up, takes a bite, crispy critter. Indubitably, a all things considering for this movie, because what does he he doesn't say small. What does he say? Say ah, say ah. It's like yeah, dude. It was like a cheap. Yeah, they were reaching. Yeah. Re- yeah, reach it. Thank you. Yeah, that's so that's really what I was looking for. That one. Yep, yep. That's my I'll say. Uh, yeah. And yep. then the ending is kind of the same, too. It, like, kind of, he gets to Sean. He's like, they made me come. And he's like, sure, they did. And then it just they kind did. of fades out into, uh, uh, you know, uh, into, uh, oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> but see, dude, why this, also why this movie was effective is because John Williams did this one, too. Right. Yes. Okay. Then we have, if we're done here. Um, I don't know. I think we're kind of, uh, I think we're kind of done with that one. Although I will say one thing to you, dude. The the chick that Mike is trying to date throughout the entire thing, Jackie. Yeah. Dude, you ever notice that she is constantly fucking screaming? And I mean screaming yes. to the point where I watch her and all I picture is airplane. <laughs> I was just thinking anymore. And there's just like a line of people oh, waiting to slap her in the fucking face. <laughs> That's who she is, dude. That's who she is to me. That's all I ever think of. Everything's got to be all right. And they're just slapping the shit out of it. Doctor, you want it on the phone. <laughs> yes, no shit. So yeah, you're waiting for you're waiting for uh, fucking Leslie Nielsen and the chick from the Love Boat. It's not yeah, I either. just I, I I just can't I can't I don't even want to talk about airplane because that's like a two hour conversation on its own. <laughs> yes, fucking all right, brilliant. So then we're at 1983. interrupt our program to bring you this important message. In 1975, he became Hollywood's biggest star. And in 1978, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, he resurfaced. This summer, for the first time, the terror of Jaws will not stop at the edge of the screen. The all-new Jaws 3D, rated PG. Now playing at a theater near you. But what kind? What kind of shark? It's a tiger shark. A what? 
<laughs> oh, dude, that's a soundbite if I ever heard it. 